The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Are you ready to dumb it down? All right. That's fantastic. Fantastic fake digital applause. Love the response. Love it every time. Always coming through. Fake digital response. Hey, everybody. This is Dave Canyon. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. It is um, 9.27 in the morning. It is October 26th. I am southbound on the New York State Thruway. Barely awake. Barely alive. Barely coherent. Um, On my way home. From my second day of work after Kodanoi and my re-entry. So this is going to be episode 83, I think it is. Thank you for participating in the test episode, if you did. Um, I appreciate that. I think I made a decision for now, although I see uh, I have an offer from a friend of mine who's also known as the Multimedia Ninja. So um, maybe I will um, take him up on that offer. I'll see. But uh, this is, yeah, episode 83, I think it is. If it's not 83, it's 84. It doesn't really matter. I think it's episode 83. It's going to be Kodanoi, re-entry, post-Kodanoi. That's what it'll be. Boy, it's sounding a little sexual now. Post-Kodanoi and re-entry. Um, so that's it. Uh, thank you. That's Alex Exum at the top of the show. That's the um, intro that you heard. The good old Alex Exum. The good old Alex Exum from the Exum Experience. Check him out, alexexum.com. All right, so let's get right to it. Want to do a mileage report? I could do a mileage report real quick. But um, let's see. Well, I won't give yeah, I can give you the actual mileage. Why not? The uh, mileage report is brought to you by the people at ComedyPipe.com. ComedyPipe.com. They produce a show called Pipe Dream. Anywhere you are in the world, if it's Wednesday at 8 o'clock, it's time for a pipe dream. Anywhere in the world you are. If it's Wednesday at 8 o'clock in, uh, on the eastern seaboard of the United States, on the east coast more specifically, Schenectady, it's time for PipeDream.com. PipeDream.com. It's just Pipe Dream. It's on the internet. You can listen to it on ComedyPipe.com or you can watch it on YouTube. It's hosted by Mike, also known as uh, 3D, and his co-hosts, and they have a new guest every week. It's light and lively conversation about the world of comedy, pop culture, politics, you name it. They cover it all. That's Pipe Dream from the people of ComedyPipe.com. So my mileage report is 164,965. I haven't really gotten to the rhythm of resetting the odometer. Do I have a B choice and an A choice? No, I just have one choice. So I haven't really gotten to the whole rhythm of resetting the odometer um, or the tripometer. Do I have a tripometer? Yes, I do. I I do have one tripometer. So uh, after I do every podcast, but I'll get into it and we'll start tracking the mileage if I start doing regular podcasts. Anyway, hello, dum-dums. Welcome to the Dumbcast. It's a Dumbcast and a podcast. And today we're going to do a CodaCast. CodaCast and a Dumbcast in a podcast. I'm talking into the bottom of my phone. And I'm um, using a sock as a pee blocker. The same sock I've used in many, many other episodes. I've given up on the Movo for the uh, car mobile portion, the mobile car portion, in my porta potty. If I'm in my porta potty, I will not use the Movo. I don't like the way it sounds. I'm better off just talking to the bottom of the phone with the sock on it. So there you go. I made a decision. It's all done. 
I like the way it sounds. Um, I'm holding the phone probably about six inches from um, from my mouth. So I think that's going to sound good enough. I got my right hand on the steering wheel, and uh, I think I'm driving pretty safely. So if you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. But this is how I'm going to do it for now. We'll see. I'll work my way up to better sound. The, the, if you hear the ambient sound, the, the sound of the tires on the road or the air passing over the car, that's that's fine. I, I don't mind that. I, I like that. It's, uh, it's you know proof that I'm actually in my car doing a dumb cast, doing a coda cast. And this is the only show of its kind. There's nobody out there right now in their car coming home from work on the New York State Thruway or any other road for that matter doing a coda cast in a dumb cast in a podcast. It's not happening. I'm very unique, very original. You should share this podcast, Dumbcast, Codacast with everybody. You should tweet it. You should stumble it, tumble it. You should bumble it. You should read it. You should WhatsApp it. You should Instagram it. You should do everything. You should be telling all your friends and family, this guy does three casts in one. How does he do it? Who knows? It's an amazing talent that I have. All right, post Codenoy and re-entry. Um, so Codenoy, 2017 in Ingleside, Illinois, uh, right outside of Chicago, right outside of O'Hare Airport. Uh, I think it was 82 people, 60 some odd women, 20 some odd men, uh, which is usually the case. There's always more women than men. Men aren't as apt to go long distances to share their feelings and hugs and laugh and cry and. Uh, but I'm, I'm man enough to admit uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy hugging and laughing and crying. It's good for you. It's really uh, some of the few, uh, few joys I have in my life is hugging, laughing, and crying. Um, so Kodanoi was, was great. Uh, my sister asked me, who's also a Coda, because Coda stands for Children of Deaf Adults, for those of you who are listening to the first time. Um, children of Deaf Adults. Deaf adults, C-O-D-A. So this was a retreat, which was a lot less formal, I guess you would say a lot less structured than uh, an international conference, which is what I went to in Vancouver back in uh, July. So she asked me, did you like it better or whatever? How did you? And I said, you know what? I like the conference, the international conference, 100%. I like this about 98%. Uh, what 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 was the two percent that I didn't like about it? Well, I didn't. It wasn't like I didn't like. It's just that I really liked the conference a lot, so I had to give it a hundred percent. I liked the retreat really a lot, but I only gave it ninety eight percent because I liked the international better. I liked the breakouts. There was, of course, there was many. It was all day of breakouts, like two or three days of constant breakouts, which means you know fifteen twenty coders or whatever go into a room. And uh, you talk about stuff, Coda related. Here we didn't do that really. We heard uh, an opening note key, which you guys would call keynote, but in the Coda world we called it a note key. Uh, there was an opening one, there was a closing one, and there was uh, like two different things in the middle. Uh, of one I, uh, I attended, and the other one I didn't, because I think that was more for educational purposes. So... Really, no breakouts. Just kind of hanging out. Just kind of hanging out. Which is, it's kind of an expensive trip for just hanging out. Uh, I could have just stayed home and hung out at home and saved myself the airfare, saved myself um, the registration fare. Um, could have saved some money. But you know what? I wanted to see my code of friends. I wanted to see my code of family, and I did. And it was great. I made new family, new friends, and uh, it's nice to be accepted. It's nice to be part of a tribe and to be immediately uh, accepted. 
I had a friend of mine, uh, a new friend named Jim, came out of the blue, just sat down right next to me. We were sitting at a bonfire. I was all content being alone, not feeling sorry for myself, just sitting on the grass outside the bonfire, just kind of like a contemplative thought. And all of a sudden, here comes Jim. Hey, how you doing? My name is Jim. Hey, hey, Jim. I'm Dave. Hey. So there we go. We got into this whole conversation about my health, which unfortunately for Jim, he didn't realize that this is a conversation I've had a million times, and I've been through the ringer with this, and I know all the solutions and all the answers. It's just a matter of having energy, any energy at all to uh, reverse my sleep deprivation, my brain degradation, and my poor health, my failing health. Uh, I know what to do. I just, you know, you got to retire, basically. But we, we had a nice talk, and he was very inspiring, and I did promise uh, a, uh, a couple things to him uh, of what I'm going to try to do. Which I've uh, pretty much failed miserably At uh, trying to f- uh, Remember that moment when I first got inspired To run, which was the New York City Marathon A few years ago, when I was in Brooklyn That beautiful day back in November uh, Three or four, five years ago When I watched my buddy Lee uh, Run the New York City Marathon It was very inspiring, I was very moved And that's when I started running, and I had my year of running Or maybe it was two years of running So I've kind of failed miserably since uh, I spoke to Jim, but I did walk Chicago a couple of days, and it's all good. I'll walk again, and I'll run again. If I live long enough, I'll walk and run again. And I'll be healthy again if I, lo- if I live long enough. I have to get to that point where I'm able to have the time to do it. Um, I met an Amy. Uh, she was great. We had some fun. I met a Tasha. I met so many first names. I met a Joanne. I met a Bobby. Uh, I already had my buddy Bruce from, um, from uh, Vancouver. Coda Can, we'll call it Coda Can, sure for Canada, or we can, like maybe, I would pick anyone you want. But I didn't hang out with Bruce that much. It just, it just didn't happen. Sorry about that, Bruce. I don't know how we let that slip by. But uh, Bruce is uh, my buddy. They get, they assign you a buddy if you want a buddy. So I checked off, yes, I like a buddy. So this way I'm not just naked and all alone out there in Vancouver. And uh, Bruce met me after my first, uh, the orientation breakout. You know, the first timers break out and we had a nice talk, but we didn't really hang out this time. We acknowledged each other, we said hello, we hugged, but uh, we really didn't spend time catching up. But I made new friends. I spent most of my time with new friends, except for Alan. So, for those of you um, who didn't come to the retreat uh, and, and aren't familiar with the retreats, I can tell you this. It's very relaxing. Are they all like this? I don't know. I've only been to this one. But it was really relaxing. You didn't have to do anything. Which I pretty much successfully accomplished. I didn't do anything. Except drink all weekend. And not to the point where I was sauced. I just had a little bit. I paced myself all day long. Had a little cup. Had a little lemonade. Had a little red stag. Which is like black cherry whiskey. I have a little taste for that. And uh, all weekend I was pretty much uh, drinking. But nobody... uh, Nobody had to do anything with me. I wasn't out of control. I was just, uh, you know, mellow all weekend. Just hanging out. I did one podcast. Um, I wish I had done three or four more. And I'll try to get to those at the next retreat or the next international. Uh, I could have done three great podcasts. And I blew it. Poor timing. Poor execution. Uh, I think it's the sleep deprivation. Could be the drinking. But I don't think so. I think I would have... even sober, I would have uh, I would have messed up the timing. Just you know, it's that whole Jekyll and Hyde thing, where Jekyll has this idea, but Hyde doesn't know how to execute it. 
and, uh, and everything gets all messed up. So I messed it up. All right, so um, so that's the that's uh, part of it. Uh, it was relaxing. We had oh, we had beautiful weather. We had beautiful weather. So I know a lot of people are listening from other regions, other Coda regions. That's a uh, uh, Camp Henry Horner. Uh, this was, uh, I think, this was Region Three. Illinois Coda. I'm not sure exactly how we're referring to this, but I think it's Region Three. I think Region Five is having their own. Uh, region One is actually hosting an international Rhode Island. So people came from all over. I think. You know, there was I was I was from New York. There was another one from Boston. Uh, there might have been somebody else from New York, but a lot of new faces, and um, it was all good, all good. Oh yeah, Vadim hung out with Vadim a little bit and Tasha. They were funny together and separate. Tasha was a pisser. She liked me to say coffee over and over and over again. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Captain asked me questions. What's the answer? Coffee. She enjoyed that, and I, I was glad to make her happy. And Helen, my first fan. Who I've ever, I've ever met, my first fan who I met live was there. She told me she liked my voice. It's good to know that somebody likes my voice. That's very important. So if you like my voice, everybody or whoever, anybody, please feel free to subscribe to Dumbing It Down with Dave on iTunes. Give it a five star rating, even if you don't really believe it. It's supposed to be very good for my career, whatever career I'm supposed to have in podcasting. So please do that. Leave a review, subscribe, five stars, the whole deal. Here on Spreaker, click like. Leave a review, whatever. Retweet it. It's uh, this episode will be tweeted on uh, tweet, Twitter, on Twitter. Dumbing it down with Dave. No, at Dumb with Dave. At D U M B with Dave. So you can uh, you can retweet it. You can add to it. You can do whatever you want. So it's very important. If everybody who listens to the show would do something with this show every week, then I, I would gain in popularity, which I don't really need any of that, but I think it would help the show a little bit. If I had more, um, not prestige, if I had more, um, you know, uh, validation. Like that. Let's use the word validation because I'm not sure what the word is. I'm very tired. <laughs> Just pulling into uh, the toll booth here, Cooksacky, New York. So, a little exhausted. Um, so, I highly recommend going to a retreat. I know there was a couple people that had never been to an international and went to the retreat for the first time. I thought that was interesting. I don't know. I, I didn't do it that way. I like the way I did it. And uh, I don't know if I could have done the retreat first. Because it gives you a false impression. But then again, I guess the international does too. I don't know. I like I did the structured one first. I like that. I like that I did all that breaking out. Um, you know, breaking out. And, uh, you know, talking about things. And, uh, you know, learning a lot about being a coda. And then going to retreat to relax. But... Um, you know, it's okay. You can do it any way you want, I guess. No rules. No rules about that. So Camp Henry Horner was okay. Good enough. Nice enough. Camp. One of those camps. I walked the trail there. I walked over two miles on the last day. Uh, we did a couple bonfires. They had a lake, a beautiful lake. Um, out there somewhere in Ingleside, an hour to the east, no, to the west of uh, O'Hare. So it was out there. It was good. Uh, let's see. I entered the pajama party. I didn't even know it was a not pajama party. There was a pajama party contest. I didn't know there was going to be a contest. Did I? I don't know if I did. But I ended up in it. I didn't even place. I didn't come in first, second, or third. A little disappointed. I shook my booty. shook my moneymaker. I threw my uh, 
my mask in, into the crowd. I thought that was hot. I thought it was a really hot move on my part. Try to lure the crowd into some sort of, you know, sexual frenzy. I don't know. If, I don't think I was successful in that. <laughs> so, and then after the um, retreat, I hung out with Coda Smith and we walked Chicago for a day. We walked Chicago Sunday in the rain and then we walked it again Monday uh, afternoon in the rain. Then we came home to the airport Monday night and then we went back to New York and she went back to Florida. So it was all good. It was a good weekend. And the re-entry, let's talk about that. How much time do I have? Tell you what, let's take a breather. Let's take a nice early on breather. <laughs> Let me check my nose. <laughs> I've had some problems recently with these breathers. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. <laughs> Feels good. Do a little warm-up. So we'll take a breather. We're going to take a couple breaths in, in the nose and out the mouth. <laughs> yeah, do that. All right, practice. If you have to, blow your nose. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I think you got to blow Blow your nose if you have to. We're going to breathe in three breaths in through the nose, deeper as we go on. You know, bigger breath, deeper inhale, and then we'll exhale through the mouth. And um, we'll do three of them. That's what I do in lieu of a commercial. I do a breather. Breaks it up. So I'm not just talking for half an hour. As per my buddy Bobby, who uh, told me I should break it up. I don't have any commercials. So we'll do a breather. All right. Oh, God. I'm all clogged up. Still. Still all clogged up. I don't know if it's all part of the sleep deprivation, but still all clogged up. All right. Here we go. Ready? Three deep breaths. More successfully, deeper. No, more deeper as we successfully go on. Or whatever. You know you know what I'm talking about, right? Ready? One, two, three. <sighs> oh, boy. Oh, a little burpy action there, too. All right. That was a good first breath. Are you okay? You dizzy? All right. Well, do the best you can. Hold on to something. Here we go. Breath number two. <sighs> God, I feel like I have, uh, like I'm smoking or something, or I got congestive heart failure. I don't know. Uh, these deep breaths are getting harder and harder every week. All right, ready? One more last deep breath. Really make it hurt. You know, take, take it all in, make it hurt, and then exhale through the mouth. Ready? Last one. Wow. That was the worst three breaths I've ever had. I've done much better breathers than that. I don't know why I'm having a hard time. All right, that was a breather. Breather break. Brought to you by air. Anywhere you are in the world, there's air. You should breathe it. It's free, and it's good for you. Try to take a deep breath. That's how a breather. All right, there you go. A little breather break. That'll be it. That'll be the last break for the show. Um, so we walked Chicago. What was they talking about? Yeah, we walked Chicago. That was great. We went to the Chicago Cultural... Oh, yeah, the re-entry. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. Re-entry. Uh, this time, re-entry was really uh, not too bad. I got, I'm over it from the conference. From the international back in July, uh, it was, I was a little sad on the plane. And I'm always a little. Every time I have moments of silence, moments of darkness or silence, you know, I get very contemplative and I get sad. I get sad about my childhood. I get sad about my relationship with my parents, uh, the relationship I've had with my sister over the last uh, 19, 20 years, um, my relationship with the planet, and uh, you know, just old memories that come and go. And uh, that's probably the time where I should be meditating, but. I, I let these uh, thoughts f- come into my head, and then uh, then I have emotional responses. Some good, well, not some good, some bad, but, you know, emotions are emotions. And uh, I don't hide from them, and uh, I let them out. So, re-entry was a lot better this time. Uh, I had some experiences on the airplane, I'm trying to remember. 
Oh, yeah, God. All right. Yeah, so actually, I'm not spending a lot of time talking about Kodanoi, uh, post-Kodanoi and uh, re-entry, because re-entry for me was nothing. I mean, how was it for you? How was your re-entry into the real world? I know after the Kodak conference, it was difficult. Not, like, impossible, just difficult. I was very emotional, and I sat in the kitchen with my wife my first day back, and I cried, and I told her all about the international. I was very happy. That's why I cried, because I was happy. <laughs> Makes no sense, right? Um, but this time I was more okay. It wasn't such a deep weekend. It wasn't like a big emotional weekend. It's not like I learned a lot about myself. I just made some friends, expanded my family, and uh, you know, reconnected with some old friends that I've known since July. <laughs> so um, you know, it was good. It was all good. I'm glad I went. I, I plan on going to more retreats, and I plan to going to all the rest of the conferences of my life. I don't know why I wouldn't go to an international it, uh, a retreat. A little bit tougher, you know. But oh, excuse me, you wanting already, huh? So there you go. That's um, that's my experience post coda and reentry. All good. All right. So what was I starting to talk about? I can't remember now. I'm so sleep deprived. My brain is like fried. Oh, yeah, on the plane. Okay, here we go. So here's an experience I'm going to share with you on the plane. So I had the aisle seat. The lady by the window seat was already in her seat when I got there, and she was pretty much asleep or trying to sleep. The middle seat was not taken. I was in the outside seat. So I sat down real quickly. Everything was okay. I was all ready to do the sit down and just close my eyes and go to sleep. I had my earplugs, and I was ready to go. But um, I had to wait because I knew somebody, I knew the plane was going to be sold out and the middle seat had not shown up yet. So here comes this lady down the aisle and she points to that seat and okay. Meanwhile, she's got these bags. She's all verklempt with the bags. She don't, the, she don't know what to do with the bags. So I say, can I help you with that bag? She goes, yeah, okay. So I hold the bag and she puts her overhead up on top. Then she takes off a jacket or whatever. She sits down. I help her out with the seatbelt because, you know, you can't sit on the seatbelt. So everything's all right. I'm helping her out. And she sits down. She has a bag. She has a, a bag of hot food that she didn't share with anybody. That's that's fine, though. She sits down and she gets on the phone. And she starts talking. She starts making plans. And she doesn't do it quietly. And I don't know if you were following my posts on Facebook, but when I left on Friday... There was a woman at LaGuardia, a different woman. Talk, 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 talk on that phone. Oh, my God, in front of everybody. Busy, busy, busy. She really wanted to tell her to shut up, but I didn't. I really wanted to find a nice way of getting her to quiet down, but I didn't. I don't know how to do it. I'm just, I don't know. I was just very tired, and I, I couldn't do it. Anyway, so this woman's on the phone. She's making plans, you know, the one on the airplane. And then we're ready for takeoff, right? We're ready for takeoff. So I do very well on takeoffs. I usually fall asleep. That's where I fall asleep for some reason. So, um, oh, I'm getting tired. So uh, the plane takes off, and I got my arms folded. I got my earplugs on, not my headset earplugs, regular earplugs. I fall asleep. I'm so glad, you know, I'm so glad to, to be falling asleep. Because I usually don't sleep on those planes. I haven't slept on a plane all year. And then I feel a tap at my shoulder. I hear, excuse me, I'm sorry. 
I take them. I wearing. I was. Was I wearing my mask? No, I was just wearing my earplugs. I took up my earplugs. I look at her. She goes, "Oh, I'm so sorry to bother you, but I need to get up. I need to get the laptop out of my luggage." I'm like, "Oh my god, really? You forgot your laptop?" I said, "Okay." I didn't say that to her, but in my head, I'm thinking it. So I get up. And she uh, goes, gets her laptop, and she sits down. That was pretty quick, but unfortunately, it didn't. It wasn't as quick as uh, the story I just told. So. She uh, she gets a laptop and she sits down. She goes, "Thank you so much. I'm so sorry. So sorry." I go, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I figure she's got some business to do, right? She was just on the phone trying to make a reservation or do something, you know, with a business of hers or something. So I figure she had work to do. She sets up the laptop or tablet, or whatever it was. She presses the on button. I'm watching her little by little put this all together. And. So, the lady has a laptop. She sits down. Then I sit down next to her and I rebuckle. Now, I know there's no way I'm going back to sleep now. There's no way. So, for those of you that don't listen to the show, and for those of you that do listen to the show but don't remember everything I tell you, I've been cursed with a very poor sleep record. Every time I'm sleeping somewhere out in public, somebody comes and wakes me up. People find it funny. People find it entertaining. This particular woman here didn't find anything about it. She just wanted her laptop. And I was fine with all that. I really was. You know, this is what you get for sitting in the aisle seat. It's fine. I needed the extra leg room. But here's where it goes wrong. She spent all that time before we took off being on the phone and making a reservation, you know, for some flight, whatever, talking to some business partner, whatever. But she didn't forget she forgot a laptop. She gets her laptop. She opens it all up. She starts watching uh, Sex in the City. After all these years, she's watching the TV show Sex in the City on her tablet. The one that she forgot up in the overhead. So she woke me up so she can go get it. So she could watch Sex in the City. I don't even know what season it was. I just know Mr. Big was there. Mario Cantone, the comedian, was there. Sarah Jessica Parker. The red-headed lady and the other lady. Whatever. Just couldn't believe it. That's what you need the laptop for? To watch a rerun? How old of a rerun of Sex in the City? Oh, kind of ridiculous, don't you think? And I had to get woken up for that. So another reason on my list that if I wrote them all down, people wouldn't believe me. The reasons why I get woken up. So angry. So I'm so depressed, so angry. I was really I couldn't believe I actually finally fell asleep. And I couldn't go back to sleep the rest of the way. I was up the whole rest of the way. And then I tried to listen to podcasts off my phone and couldn't get that to work. So not the greatest ride back to LaGuardia, but otherwise, fine. It's all good. All right. I think I covered it. I think I did post Kodanoi. I think I did, um, I did some stuff yesterday. I did some stuff today. Near the weather. Ugh. Okay, and I'm yawning. So, let's end it. Nice and early, right? 
If I didn't cover it, if you have any questions, don't don't hesitate to tweet me. At Dumb with Dave. Tweet at Dumb with Dave. D-U-M-B. Email is dumbing it down with Dave at Yahoo.com. Dumbing it down, dumbing it down with Dave at Yahoo.com. And um what else do I have? That's it. Email and then towel. And uh Email and towel. Well, I'm daydreaming now. I'm daymaring, as they say. <laughs> All right, I gotta go. All right, thanks, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to listen to the. Uh, you don't have to listen to the test episode now or episode eighty-one. Uh, you know, I think it was a carb crashing with Bobby Bobby Massey. Carb crashing. Okay, we did it in my car. My, one of my first guests in the car. All right, folks. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Good rats. Godspeed and great skills. Take care. Bye.